Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I've got a great idea? Well, so did these people, and the fact is, it doesn't always pan out that way. But that's okay. We're only human. The following are some examples of how, despite dank memes and primetime television, humans haven't really changed all that much. Still striving for a better life, better food, and sometimes some goddamn peace and quiet, people have some crazy ideas on how to get there. <laughs> Eggs, bacon, armpit sourdough, the perfect combo for any family meal. Sourdough bread found its fame in the California gold rush of 1848. In the early days before reliable heating, the process of fermentation for the yeast to grow was accomplished through rather unorthodox means. In the cold and foggy nights of the Bay Area, where better to ferment your yeast than your very own armpit? Fermentation? San Francisco sourdough represents an entire subcultural movement of the West Coast. From the raunchy armpits of the 49ers to the world-famous Bodine Bread Bakers, this tradition has been kept alive through earthquakes, depressions, and even Isadora Bodine having to save the mother dough from a bakery fire. The gold rush of 1848 was one of the largest mass migrations in history, and this BLT favorite is just one reminder of those crazy humans looking for gold in all the wrong places. This just goes to show that people will always find a way to make do. In times of struggle, people will do what they can to survive. Where there's a will, there's a way. And apparently, where there's an armpit, there's a breadbasket. The Schleswig Holstein problem of 1848. What is this problem, you ask? Well, as it turns out, a lot of people, including those fighting in the conflict, had the very same question. It began when the Danish king went and died without warning anybody in advance. Schleswig and Holstein each had different modes of succession than Denmark, but had been inseparable for hundreds of years. And because the two simply couldn't bear to be apart, Germans in the territories rose up in revolt, leading to a Danish-German war for the territory. A whole lot of fighting for very unclear reasons. In hindsight, the whole debacle was a bit of a fiasco. Luckily, casualties were low in this populist movement, but it represented growing nationalist sentiments in Europe. The politics were muddled as per the usual, but the voice of the people was uncharacteristically clear. Denmark ultimately settled the question for everybody by invading the territory and kicking the German army out. To this day, this remains the greatest example of dibs ever enacted. As some British guy once said, only three people have ever really understood the schleswig holstein business. The prince consort, who is dead, a German professor who has gone mad, and I, who have forgotten all about it. In spite of this clusterfuck, it demonstrates how eager people were to cast aside old norms of succession in favor of national aspirations. <laughs> Have you ever thought to yourself, what I wouldn't do for some goddamn peace and quiet? Well, in 1848, a seemingly perfect solution was found. Mrs. Winslow's soothing syrup was sold as an over-the-counter tonic for both children and animals to soothe even the most agitated child. The product was wildly successful and in high demand. It was incredibly effective at quieting children, not surprising considering the main ingredients were pure morphine and opium, perfect nutrients for any growing child. Products like this were very popular at the time as over-the-counter medicines and tonics became more affordable. Over time, medical research grew as a discipline and the adverse effects of various drugs were discovered. Eventually, pharmaceutical regulations changed to include ingredients of the products. For example, this might improve your life or it could kill you. 
Products such as this represented the short period of disconnect between drug development and drug research. But for almost a century, Mrs. Linslow was the best damn babysitter around. This product was marketed towards women as a tool to attain the idyllic image of a beautiful family with quiet children and a happy husband. Not surprisingly, the product was incredibly effective and only occasionally fatal. The social pressures to have the perfect children pushed this product to remain on the market until 1930. Even after the downsides of the syrup were revealed and widely published under articles such as Baby Killers, a quiet family was all that mattered, even if quiet really meant high as a kite. The 1848 French Revolution was a pretty radical and violent time, but apparently it wasn't quite crazy enough for one guy. Etienne Cabet set out to lead the utopian movement in Texas. Not exactly paradise, but his mind was set. He established a small socialist colony in the newly established state, driven by the dream of a perfect community, perched by a river and blessed with endless harvest. But when reality hits, she hits hard. The land Cabet ended up with was located in a malaria-ridden swamp, which didn't bode well for a town where the only doctor went batshit crazy soon after they arrived. It only took a few casualties before the remaining members decided France wasn't so bad after all. Although Cabet's experiment failed, his valiant efforts demonstrated that for some, the French Revolution was just the beginning of something beautiful. The average Joe was worse off than a Wall Street broker in 2008, and the downtrodden were not about to wait for some liberal bourgeoisie to fix it for them. Cabet's commune project was supposed to end the inequality, and in a sense it did. Malaria has no class conscience, after all. Cabet's experiment was another example of idealism that went south, literally. He had great ideas that did not go the way that he had planned. Between the doctor who lost his marbles and the backyard pest from hell, the pursuit of utopia Cabet had dreamed of came crashing down, just like so many other ideas during this time period. Research by Shaharia. Editing by Katie. Voice acting by Logan. Shaharia and Katie. Fermentation by Logan. Humor by Katie. German pronunciations by Shaharia. Bloopers by Logan. Shaharia and Katie. Podcast. Wait, sorry, I forgot my line. <laughs> oh my <God>. As <laughs> over the counter modifications. Medif Fuck! You know what was one terrible idea from 1848? Texas.